Hello and welcome back to Finger Guns. I am your co-host Dave Baldwin and here I am sitting with Tony Venom Baldwin. Thank you. Venom. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You are Venom now. <laughs> you are Venom. And, and James Evatuzio is here as always. And we are here to talk about movies. If you are listening to us and you don't want to hear about movies, turn us off. Turn us off, but please still subscribe. We're just like <laughs> muted. Let the podcast play. We'll yeah. take the views. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take, take the views, man. Yeah. Views, listens, whatever. Yeah, we'll take we'll whatever. take it. We whatever. appreciate streams, 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 streams. streams. Yes. We we we'll appreciate we appreciate you, and we apologize, but we could we do appreciate the help. Maybe leave a like in the comments and be like, you know what? We don't want to hear you talk about movies, but we want to hear you talk about something else. Maybe we'll talk about something else in our bonus episode. Who knows? Ooh. Positive affirmations. Ooh. Finger guns after dark. Finger guns <laughs> after dark. You know, you might, you might be. It's just motivational messages. Yeah. It's true. There you go. It's just, you know, do better. All right. So how are we doing tonight? James and Venom. <laughs> James is good. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm tired. It's been a week. It's been a really busy, busy, busy week for watching movies and being out and about. And I'm ready to uh, to talk all things tonight because I've seen a lot in two weeks. Our lives are so hard. It's difficult. It's difficult scheduling all these movies in just so that we have content for y'all ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Venom. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing better. I was uh, sick for the past uh, week or two and uh, just getting back on my feet. I really don't want to see anything ever again. I think I've seen anything that the TV has to offer, TV shows, Fair. movies and stuff. And uh, that kind of sucks because we're we're going to be doing press on hot dogs and that requires us to watch more movies. So, yeah, I'm kind of oh. over it. it. Did, did, did you watch The Wire? I did not watch The Wire. Then you well, still then. got things All to right. watch. All right. We still got one more thing to watch. <coughs> wait a minute, to... Melissa, because I guess we got to watch The Wire now. Wait a way to spoil it. Wait, I, wait I, to spoil our uh, our press coverage for not, hot dogs. I did not. Regularly. I, I, oh my god! Man, Spoiler alert! I did not realize that we were we we're going to do a grand old surprise about this. Oh, I mean, you were here before we started recording, and that's what we discussed. Well, if you know, you watched the episode before this. Or what do you mean, watch? I mean, if you listen to the episode before this, we actually say that we're going to be talking about hot dogs. Yeah, but you confirm that we're press. Well, you know, this surprise. was big news. This was big news. We All right, news. so we're going to put a pin in that. Yeah, yeah, we'll we're come gonna back. Come, to we're we'll gonna circle, circle back. back. We'll, we'll circle, circle back. back. We'll Tarantino it. We'll Tarantino yeah, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. We'll revisit from the start. Exactly. All right, David. How are you doing, my man? I am surviving. Well, that was really ominous. Wow, oh, great we're surviving. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're doing real good. We're real good. Starting off on a, a good foot. I have a cough that won't go away. Yeah. It's welcome to my me. life, my friend. <laughs> my my son's been having a cough since January, and it's. It never went away, and now my cough won't go away. Yeah, oh. welcome, welcome to having a child. Yeah. You're just gonna po- constantly swamp germs until yeah. so one of you turns eighteen, and <laughs> I think it's him. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I bet you are. That's gonna I bet be- you are. But anyways, not vengeance. <laughs> Let's get right into segment number one. Best met and worst. Who wants to go first? Let's start, let's start off with James. Oh. 
What do you got for us, James? Who is looking at his diary on Letterboxd currently. Yeah, because it's hard. I've seen so many movies with uh, either you or Dave that I don't know what you guys are going to pick, and I don't want to like steal someone's thunder. You, you so, do you. If you got to talk about 35 millimeter Saturdays, it's all good with me, baby. Ah, well, one of us has to talk about 35 millimeter Saturdays. <laughs> Dave and I are now two for two about going to see a movie in the 35 millimeter print on a Saturday night. With a starting time somewhere around 9 to 9.15. <laughs> so, the tradition continues. I have to find another one for next Saturday. You um, do. Playhouse, what do you got going on? Got everything. Everything. Um, yeah, so on, yeah, last Saturday, we got to see Pulp Fiction in 35mm with a uh, friend of the show, Josh Fumo, in attendance. Josh Fumo. With Dave and I. Um, and that was a real treat. It was something special to see that film that... I've only ever seen either a DVD copy of or a Blu-ray copy of in the way it was intended to be seen. On a large screen with a large crowd that was very into it with sound cranked way above what it should have been. Everything sounded so fucking loud. <laughs> and the print was in okay-ish condition. A few, it, scene, or a few was, frames missing here and there. It was a print. <laughs> oh, it was. It certainly was on film. Um, really jealous. I missed this. So. You, yeah, you really it was, fucked up. Yeah, I fucked it up. It was by comparison. So, uh, for comparison's sake, yesterday, last night, we were at the 35 millimeter screening of Evil Dead Two, and I had more fun at Pulp Fiction only because it seemed like, I don't know, it was just a more fun crowd because I think there was just more people in the theater. Mm. Yeah. It was a bigger, it was a bigger spot than than we were at for Evil Dead Two. But there were, there were more normies there. It wasn't all film Twitter. Bros. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Not exactly. that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. Just a different vibe, and the vibe for Pulp Fiction was good. It's true. Anyway, that's my best. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I need a new. I need your uh, thirty-five millimeter Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a new trend. It's a new tradition. <laughs> We're gonna start a new segment on the show. Thirty-five millimeter Saturdays. Yes, yeah. I'm glad you didn't miss out on Evil Dead. No, I didn't. What about you, Dave? What was your best? <sighs> oh, he's pulling out his Aladdin notebook. I wish I had an Aladdin wallet. Oh, yeah, oh, Dave. Dave, you're holding the book further and further away. <laughs> <laughs> Just really, really trying to strain those eyes in to see it, eh? Yeah. What do you got? So my best one is another one that Tony fucked up on. Everything, oh, yes. everywhere, all at once. Yes. Which is a fuck masterpiece, a masterwork by Daniels. Just it's just a riveting yep. like I just I don't have enough words to describe the creativity and the uniqueness and the bold style of this movie yep. like if i had more time i and i don't but if i had more if <laughs> yeah. i had more time i would write a whole thesis on the editing of this movie because it is incredible Dude. yeah it's it it's, is it's it high is praise. next level editing yeah, yeah it, it it takes the entire thing to a whole new height man you you need to see it all yes, of you listening, as well as Tony Baldwin sitting to the left of me, <laughs> needs to go see this movie. I remember Dave and I saw it. We walked out, and the first thing I said to him after struggling to find words was, "Roll it again." Yeah, like, let's just let's just go again. Yeah, I was. I very much want to watch it again, and uh, I was very much a fan. Just intense, intense. Everything is, it's it's awesome, and the gentleman who played Short Round 
Is yeah. Oh my God, he is so great. Yeah, that is amazing. so great. He still sounds just like he did then. And oh he's my God, so yeah. great. That would yeah. be nice. To he's see. so great. So there, I'm God willing, there will be a short round re- renaissance. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hope <laughs> so. I just wanted to I give him a so. hug, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, just give him a hug, right? But yes, that is, that was, hands down, the best one I've seen in the last two weeks in a long time number one of the year so far number one of the year easily easily number one of the year damn sorry 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 dakota you're you're number two now (laughs) it happens it happens it's fine you still got time (laughs) (laughs) she's got that next one coming yeah the netflix one so yes that one uh is still doing really well at the box office so i highly encourage everyone to go out and see it the less you know, the better. Just yeah. know that it is terrific, and you will never see anything like it, or neither, nor will you have had seen anything like it before. Nothing. And Tony, you know what? Me and James can keep talking. You can just go. Just okay. Go, see yeah, the yeah. go, yeah. see right. go, go now. Come back after. All right. Uh, see you, everybody. <laughs> All right. Tony, sign it off. <laughs> but. So, Tony, you've had time on your hands. I have had time on my hands. What uh, What do you have for a best? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit because I can't pick between the two. Oh. Um, we no, no, fuck you guys. You'll 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 get excited when I say it. Uh-huh. All right, my best is two '90s classics. All right, two '90s classics, and it is True Lies and Face Off. Nice. Oh, that's fair. See, that's a hard that's a hard one to pick between it's it's that's very hard to pick between uh my wife uh i i was in the mood for something me and my wife have been uh going through some of the oldie stuff and i kind of want to give her uh a little bit of it frightens me that we're calling the 90s oldies yeah yeah you know <laughs> uh we're just going we're going through them uh i wanted to give her a little bit of film education on 90s action movies and uh we started it off with face off uh, she didn't know what it was about. I explained a little bit to her and I got about a quarter of the way through the plot and she immediately stopped me and she was like, you know what? I'm in and seeing her reactions to this. And she's like, you didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me this. I was like, you cut me off. I couldn't fucking say anything. She, uh, she was losing it. She was really, really losing it. She, she loved every minute of it. I think it's one of Nick Cage's best roles to be honest with you. It's one of my favorites. And, uh, yeah. And we watched, we finished true lies today and another one where she was like, holy shit, like this is absolutely incredible. And truth be told it is, it's a little racist. It's some of it still has an age and stuff and the plot holes and fucking face off. It's just, some of them are worse than I remember. Um, like how his, their bodies have been yeah, sculpted. In yeah. The right yeah. And like he, they like cut his hair and like fucking do something mm-hmm. to like match the face. It just, it doesn't make it sense you, in the slightest. You just gotta, you just gotta go with. You it. just gotta go. And and one of the things we watched that p- pitch meeting, Screen Rant's pitch meeting. Yep. And he pointed out one of the big flaws. It's just like, why would you leave Caster Troy in a hospital alone and not handcuffed? This guy is an international terrorist, and he's just chilling there, and they're expecting him never to wake up again. Yeah. Poor you know, planning. Poor planning. You guys are saying these things to me. I've never seen Face Off. Oh, I've also never seen True Lies. (laughs) All right. So we're going to continue this podcast, me and Dave, and you go the fuck home now and go watch both of them. You have homework now, my man. Am I literally just going to sit here and just record the podcast? Yeah, it's just just Dave now. (laughs) This is the Dave hour. This is the Dave hour. This is Finger Guns with 
Dave. Dave. <laughs> but anyways, I'm talking too much. Uh, you're not. You're yeah. not. It's fine. You liked those two movies, and you had two. Yeah, it's great. I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed. In yeah, I know. What the right, what I'm the sorry. hell is actually wrong who, with you? Like I don't who know. Hurt like you? who? What? Who what, hurt what you? What happened? I don't know. This is right up there with Whip It had Oscar buzz. This is that's how I upset I am. I know, but you know what the thing is? I can correct this. <laughs> you can't correct Whip It's Oscar <laughs> buzz. You know what? I'm still waiting for the Finger Guns bonus episode where we actually cover Whip It. What's gonna happen? It's gonna happen. Double bill with rollerball. I'm fucking serious. We're doing it. Yeah. We're watching Norman Jewison's rollerball, not whatever. No, we are watching John McTiernan's LL Cool J led rollerball. No. (laughs) I'm putting my foot down. (laughs) James, that's 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 the hard line. Is that all right? That's fair. (laughs) Um, My meh. Okay. Um, So the next two are kind of themed. I've been going through my own personal little like quentin tarantino retrospective it timed out well because we were going to see pulp fiction in 35 millimeters so i just kind of like branched all the rest of the films around it it's also the 30 year anniversary of reservoir dogs i'm like yeah what a better what better year to accomplish this task so the next two my may and my worst are both well one is tarantino one is tarantino adjacent um so for me i'm gonna go with jackie brown i actually just watched it mm, yesterday what day is it today yeah yesterday i finished it um it started at like 11 and finished at like one in the morning so yeah it's fucking long yeah um it's a meh but not because i don't like it's long and the front half like i know it's supposed to be it's like the ultimate hangout movie and blah 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 but fuck that it's boring as shit for the first half that's fair (laughs) it's like nothing going on it's just people just fucking chilling and that's fine if that's what you want to do i mean chris tucker gets his fucking face blown off that's great r.i.p chris Uh, i I was gonna say doesn't chris tucker die yeah chris tucker dies that's the most most exciting way ever yeah (laughs) that's the most exciting part of the first half of the movie but like the rest of it is just kind of getting set up for the second half of the movie which ends up being the heist and like the two trial run or the trial run and the full-blown payback and people double crossing everybody else and fucking this guy's playing against this guy i love the work um it's great but you have to get there like if, if you if if the entire movie was the second half of that movie gold it would be fucking aces it's tarantino doing what he can do best which is like craft a very well thought out plot and movie and it works in the way that it's shot it works the first half is just like it loses me i'm just bored more or less just kind of waiting for it to get going although i could watch chicks with guns all day well yeah obviously <laughs> definitely <laughs> obviously and also i could just listen to samuel L. jackson same motherfucker all all day with the, with, uh... with his fucking yeah his <laughs> yeah, his, his, little, his tiny goatee. braided yeah. little goatee and his Fuck. long braided back hair michael <laughs> keaton's in that movie isn't he yep he sure is. Damn. Robert Forrester, Pam Greer, yeah. Bridget oh, what Fonda. A, yeah. What a cast. That's Robert a De Niro. Cast. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great fucking You're really cast. selling me on this. I think I might do Jackie Brown. I haven't seen it in a long ass time. I've only seen it's it not once. bad. It's just, it's also not great. But I mean, if you're going to have to follow up Pulp Fiction, it's kind of hard to beat perfection. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. true. So, it's true. Since we're talking Tarantino, and I know you're watching a bunch, have you ever seen Four Rooms? No, I haven't. You should watch that. I want to know what you think of that. All right, I'll throw it on the list. I have it on my PVR, and I haven't seen it since the 90s. But I remember being a fan in the 90s. Right. 
So we're going to see how it how it turned out. That was during that like weird period between like Reservoir Dogs and Jackie Brown where he was just fucking like constantly working, I think. It was just like so much shit was being put out. Yeah. 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 All right, I'll add it to the yeah, list. No add problem. It to the list. Let me know what you think. Deal. Would, Done. Uh, I'll report back. Yes. Report back. <laughs> report back. <clears throat> so, uh, my math is a film from the 1980s called uh, Preetzi's Honor. It has Jack Nicholson, Kathleen Turner, and Angelica Houston in her Oscar winning role. Oh, damn. For Preetzi's Honor? For Preetzi's Honor. All right, then. It was nominated for Best Picture, it lost to Out of Africa. Um, That's fair. It also stars Robert Loja. Robert Loja. <laughs> Robert Loja. Uh, John Randolph, who played Clark Sr. in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and William Hickey, who played Uncle Lewis in Christmas Vacation. Nice. And nice. he's the Don <laughs> in Preetzi's Honor. Oh, my oh, God. It's a, mob mo- it's a dark, right. dark comedy mob movie. Yeah. And he's the Don, and he got nominated for Supporting Actor. Holy shit, huh. that's wild. That is wild. And I just, I didn't love it. Oh. I didn't love it. You really that's wanted to like it, didn't I you? I wanted to like it so freaking bad. But yeah. it was just, eh. There's a couple of good lines. Yeah. But overall, uh, it was frightening how many nominations it got. <laughs> yeah. But, did, uh, did the nominations make sense, at least? Like, were they... Jack, it's Jack Nicholson. Come yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Come yeah. on, come on. Yeah, but yeah, it was. It, it's fine for what it is. It's fine. I'll watch right. it again, but I didn't love it. But I want to circle because I looked into who else was nominated that year because I wanted to see sure who else was nominated. And yep. there was a film called uh, Runaway Train, which is pretty much what it's about. All right, <laughs> All right. like speed, okay. but on a train. And get this, yeah, it was nominated for best editing. Okay. Best actor, John Voight. Oh fuck. All right. Best supporting actor, Eric Roberts. Oh, what? Eric Roberts. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. And here's the top it off. The original story, original story credit for this runaway train movie. Yeah. Akira Kurosawa. That's cool. (laughs) That's fucking cool. Man, man, I'm sold on this runaway train. All right, I'm in. Let's fucking do it. I have no idea what this movie is, but I'm just like, Eric Roberts got nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) I remember he did did get a nomination. It was so fucking random, too. And then story by Akira Kurosawa. Are you joking? Right. So... I'm going to definitely we run away train. Into the, yeah. I'm adding it on the yeah. list. Yeah, I'm definitely looking list. into this one and the yeah. visitor. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. god, the visitor! <laughs> the visitor. That That's, shit looks fucking but, wild too. Tony, meh, hit us. All right, so my meh is an old Tiff movie that I saw. I'm pretty sure we saw it together. I'm not sure if you were around, but you definitely were around, Dave. Uh, it's a movie called Mr. Right. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Have you seen it since we saw it at TIFF? No. Okay. So it's dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, remember... It was closing night. That makes wait, sense. Wait, hang yeah. on. Hang on. You just said the movie's dog shit and it's ending up in meh. What on earth is your worst? <laughs> Buddy, wait until you sear my worst. But I shouldn't say that Mr. Wright was dog shit. It was just in comparison to what I thought. Like this movie was like, this movie was like top five for me that year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember loving it. I remember uh, it was the last movie that we saw that that of that festival. It was the 
closing night movie and it was the movie that we closed out tiff on and uh, that's just because we had already seen Rome. well yeah <laughs> but uh sam rockwell in it, in it he plays a hitman that doesn't want to kill anymore and he falls in love with a very quirky very cute anna kendrick oh and uh yeah she's uh, a manic pixie dream girl right yeah yeah and it just if if you watch it and you picture the movie without sam rockwell in it the movie does not work at all that's fair okay like sam rockwell brings all the energy um the movie is really bad when he is not on the screen oh Uh, that's like most movies (laughs) that's like most movies like he's singing he's dancing he's just you can tell he's having fun but everyone else doesn't know what movie they're in oh right right. even my girl anna hendrick well, Anna Kendrick's just the same in everything. Not that it's a bad thing. I think Anna Kendrick is a wonderful actress, and she brings she brings the heat to everything. But she typically plays the same character. Sure. Um, the villain in this is Tim Roth, a very oh, men- very menacing uh, a, uh, FBI agent, nice. uh, like dirty FBI agent, I yeah. should say. Uh, he's okay. He plays off Sam Rockwell a little bit, but like again, when when Sam Rockwell's not on the screen, like there's really no reason yeah. to watch it. Right. Yo, the Riz is in this movie. Yeah, the Riz is in it too, and he plays a real freaking weird role too. Like his, he's credited as Shotgun Steve. Yeah, he, <laughs> well, he's, he's Steve. He's Steve and uh, Shotgun. Steve. Shotgun Steve. That's, That's because amazing. they give him they give him this old timey shotgun from like the 30s, and he like takes a shot, and it's like a buck shot, and it like hits like Sam Rockwell like across the face because like it's like a spray. Sure, it's not really like a bullet and stuff. Right, we, we understand what buckshot is. Well, like Dave, you're like fuck off. Maybe, maybe the, our guests don't know what a buckshot is. Who knows? Who knows? Stop jerking my chain. Anyways, um, James, you're worst. Oh God, well, I already know what it is. So. Before James gets to that, yeah, it was written by Max Landis. That's how you know. That's how you should have known it was dog shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. That's, that's a that that's makes a fair, sense. That's a fair litmus test. That's, <laughs> that's, that, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're set up for failure when it's written by Max Landis. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. You want my worst? Let's do it. Hit you me. know what it is. We know what it is. Hit me. <sighs> fucking natural born killers. <laughs> Oof. Oof. What a piece of fucking nightmare garbage. I have not seen that movie since high school. Oh my god. Like I think I cited it in an essay. <laughs> For what? Worst movies ever made? I think it was about uh, bastardizing a, a creative. I think <laughs> I think it was about violence. That's fair. Violence and media or something. Oh, that's what the whole fucking movie's about. So I, sure, I remember. Um, yeah, I don't. I understand why Tarantino distances himself from that movie and why it's just a story by at this point because. I don't know what the fuck that movie is. It is just awful. It is nauseating. It is some of the worst fucking like camera moves and edits and nonsense I've ever seen. There's a bit with a shaman in the middle of the desert for some reason. <laughs> like it just is all it's like colorful and like over the top and like psychedelic and like cutting everywhere and like isn't there a scene where it like turns into a sitcom and like Rodney Dangerfield gets in? Oh yeah. 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 That's the introduction for how did they meet? It's an entire sitcom piece. What yeah. the fuck? And it's fucking weird. Tarantino yeah, and, didn't write it like that, did he? Robert Downey Jr. is like the, uh, the hard yeah, copy. The hard cop. Reporter. Yeah. Reporter. Yeah. yeah. With a weird Australian accent. Yeah. I was going to say he has an Australian accent. 
it's just fucking awful and like i was doing it as part of this fucking tarantino-a-thon and i just it was like the worst thing i've ever watched in a long time so that movie can go die a fiery fucking death (laughs) fuck that i am never revisiting that movie again i don't think there's ever going to be a point where in 20 years i'm like you know what maybe maybe it's aged well no I no. ha- I haven't seen it in like twenty years. I don't bother. It. I'd watch it. Keep it away. Because like Woody Harrelson and uh, Venom was basically trying. To, sure, he yeah. was trying yeah. to do that again. Yeah, like a little Juli- bit more successfully. And Juliette Lewis, man. Yeah, she's better in From Dust Till Dawn. Well, yeah, obviously she's she's really good in Yellow Jackets too. Hundred percent. Yeah, but, gotta watch uh, that. I'm sure. not surprised it didn't. Yeah, no age well. I can't. I don't remember liking it very much. You probably won't now either. All right. All right. What do you got? What's your worst? My worst is a film called The Contractor starring Chris Pine. Oh, Oh, damn. I wanted to see that. It was, uh, it's just very cookie cutter and just Mm. meh. By the time you're, it's, it has an interesting story and it goes exactly the way you think and then it just kind of like peters out at the end. That's it feels like yeah, I watched that uh, that Adrian Brody fucking cleaner. The cleaner, which yeah. was very cookie cutter, so yes, I get it. Yeah. 100%. And it has like a it has a pretty good cast. Like Kiefer Sutherland's in it. Oh yeah. Uh Britta from Community. Jillian, oh, nice. Isn't Ben, isn't ben Foster in that ben too? Foster. Gillian. Gillian. Gillian Jacobs? Correct. Just call her Britta. Yes, Ben Foster is in it, and while I was watching it, the only thing I kept thinking was, you know, I'd rather watch Hell or High Water right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That's a movie I haven't seen in a long time. That, that movie's yeah. fucking awesome. That movie's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that was my, uh, that was my worst. It just, it just did. Cookie cutters, well. man. Very cookie cutter. Tony. Well... Um, building off what James said about movies that can die a fiery death. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. This movie needs to be buried never to see the light ever again. Okay. It is a film. Is it a film? It is. It, it, <laughs> well, it, it's fucking something. It is a film. It is the 2002 Ooh. Steve Martin Queen Latifah Ooh. joint. Oh. Ooh called bringing down the house rough <laughs> nice rough. this movie is the stuff of nightmares that bad it play it, there is a character his name is eugene levy he you, plays the yeah i know i didn't say that properly i'm sorry yeah i was like <laughs> the character eugene levy? there is a character there's a character and you knew eugene eugene levy. Levy. I, I don't want to be a dick or anything but yes. it was in 2003 Okay, well, 2002, 2003, it, it's all a blur at this point. I don't think the year really matters, but 2003, thank you for correcting me. You're welcome. Um, Tell Eugene, us more about character Eugene Levy. Character Eugene Levy. Yeah. He plays Steve Martin's uh, best friend. And right. the lines that just come out of his mouth is the stuff of nightmares. He looked at Queen Latifah at one point, and he's like, you got me straight tripping, boo. Oh, I love oh, that Oh, no. No, no. And then in order to get, because like uh, Queen Latifah is like a framed convict or something. Yeah. Right. And Steve Martin's the lawyer trying to figure out like she was wrongfully accused kind of thing. Fair. And uh, he goes into the club, but to disguise himself, he pays uh, um, a uh, Spanish gentleman who is wearing more... Uh, uh, 
more relaxed clothing than he is because he comes in a suit and everything so he gets like his like jeans he has like one one leg up he has like a do-rag around his head a fucking fubu jersey on and he just goes full wankster in the thing and it is it is it is so offensive and just is that even a word anymore do we still say that yeah we can still say wankster he's it's it's were you jealous that he had a FUBU jersey? I had a FUBU jersey when I when I was a teenager, right? And I fucking loved it. I had FUBU shoes. Like FUBU was FUBU was the thing back then. Um, but Steve Martin doing this, it, it's so, just so you're saying that it's okay for you, Tony Baldwin, to wear FUBU, but Steve Martin, celebrated comedian Steve Martin, is not allowed to wear FUBU. Truth be told, I was an athlete. I wore FUBU basketball things to basketball s- stuff, basketball events. I did not wear that in public. You, you don't know what Steve Martin does on the weekends. That's true. You don't. <laughs> Either way, we're, I think we're getting sidetracked by the, the obvious thing. girl. Come on, man. Yeah, it's just it's just bad. He's and, hosted the Oscars. And like Queen Latifah's like so downplayed for just, just because she's she's um queen latifah queen latifah mm, sure so she's more gangsterish and she's written off as gangsterish and mm-hmm. like um there's like a party at steve martin's house and steve martin calls them all dogs and gets her she's he's like to queen latifah get your dogs out of here and it's like mm. uh, it's just icky it's yeah. really really icky and it wasn't it wasn't funny back then and it still ain't funny now it's even I, less funny now yeah I, I mean, it might have been funny back then, but I'm I'm wondering if it's one of those movies that just it's kind just of like, really it's really dated, right? With yeah, like the humor towards black culture and like right. that whole that whole thing. And it's I re- I read a review online, and the guy was saying that Eugene Levy line has given him straight nightmares for years, and it still gives him some nightmares to this day. Opening weekend. Thirty-one million dollars. Yeah, gross. One hundred and thirty-two million dollars. Yeah, homie. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> it good. Was, it it was, was a product of its time. It was a product of its time. But literally every movie that's not written by African Americans or black filmmakers yeah. and writers, anytime white people try to joke about black people, it's always fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Have, it never works. It never works, and it never should work. No, no it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. And it, it was. Just, it was just so bad. And like, I just wanted to turn it off because. It, so it why just, didn't you? Because, like, you know me, man. Like, I like to. I like to get through the movie so I can log it on Letterbox. So, so I can, you can log it on Letterbox. So I can That's voice true. my opinion on Letterbox. You can all see my Letterbox review. I was like, this. This movie needs to fucking die. Wow. Yeah. Harsh. 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 Well, the contractor wasn't that bad. <laughs> it just was very cookie cutter. But I don't want to talk about any of those movies anymore. Done with it. Are I we ready want, to start our evening? I want to speak about Robert Eggers, and I want to speak about The Northman. Let's uh, let's set the mood in here. You know, let's let's get the fire going. We'll get our nice smoking jackets on. You you want me to turn the lights off so we can have like the legit cinematography of uh, Robert Eggers? Yeah, we're, we're why are we not always lit in candlelight? <laughs> and speaking in old English, <laughs> yes, old <laughs> Norse. Old why Norse. is this podcast not in letterbox? <laughs> this podcast has subtitles. <laughs> No, it doesn't. No. It's like every other fucking Robert Eggers movie. No subtitles, but it yeah. needs goddamn subtitles. 
Yeah, that, <laughs> so I, I did a... I, I mean... Did you do a pro-con list? No. But I guess we should start with... The three of us haven't had the greatest experiences with, with Robert Eggers. And we kind of have like a love-hate relationship Very love with, hate. This, with this Very. filmmaker. Very. I didn't... I, I remember not liking The Witch when I first saw it. I know the three of us didn't really like The Lighthouse when we first saw it. And... It still angers me. Almost as much as Quiche. Yeah. Me. Dave yeah. fucking and, hates Quiche. Though, I don't like Quiche. Though, <laughs> it, it was, uh, you know, say what you will, but like, you know, there's no such thing as bad press because the only fucking movie we talked about for the rest of TIFF was the fucking Lighthouse. It's true. It's true. It's true. So, we saw 50 movies-ish. But, uh, we kept talking about the kept Lighthouse. Talking, kept going the back to the Lighthouse. And we saw the Lighthouse day one. <laughs> yeah. Day one. But it seems like it's one of those things, too, where, where a lot of... Why'd you spill your... Well, I don't know why I spilled my beans, but it feels like a, like a lot of... Spill your beans? I don't know. It feels like it's like a lot of... God damn it! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It feels like it... <laughs> it go, feels go. like... Spilling your beans? Yes. It, feel... <laughs> it feels like it's like one of... God, just go. Just say what <laughs> just you, say say. you got to say, Fuck buddy. What's going? Right. <laughs> it feels like one of those things where like critics seem to really like his movies, and we didn't. Like it didn't connect in the same way. But everyone was fucking online jizzing about the witch. Everyone was fawning over the lighthouse, and I like we left and we were just like, I don't. I'm not seeing it. Like I'm not. It's not connecting. So before we get into the light to to the Northmen. Tony and I revisited both The Witch and The Lighthouse. Dave, you got through The Witch. I did. Or The Vivitch, if yes. we're with the correct pronunciation. And so we'll take a little dive through from The Witch through to, and we're going to have Dave's raw, what is it, 2019 thoughts on The Lighthouse? I'm so angry. Yeah, that, that'll be great. It's going to be fun. Um and then Tony and my rewatch thoughts, which is interesting in itself. But I liked The Witch more rewatching it. That's is fair. that a is that a consensus that we all have, or did did anyone not like it? I still fucking hate it. I don't know what the hell it is about The Witch that everyone is jizzing over. Mm. I just I don't see it. So when I rewatched it, I think I got it. And I want to say first that watching that movie with subtitles helped a lot. Yes. Oh, for sure. And there is a need for this man to put subtitles in all of his movies. I don't care. You can do whatever you want with the language. Your next movie can be fucking set in Genghis Khan times and he's speaking <laughs> the exact Mongolian that he was using back then. Fine. Give me the subtitles. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm missing part of your movie because you don't have subtitles and we're struggling to fucking hear what they're saying and right. understand what they're saying right but i think at the time that the witch came out we were still like horror movies back then back then what was it 2016 2015 somewhere in there um horror movies at that time we were still coming off of like your the insidious franchise was going. The Conjuring was still going. I feel like Art House Horror was was just starting around there. Yes, well, Art House Horror is always it's well, always like, been there. Well, so you're talking a, about a, a, a in the mainstream. Okay, you're talking about a twenty four twenty four horror. Yes. horror. Let's go with that. In in sort of like in like the, when you say a twenty four, you have the vision. 
So yeah. yes, A24 yeah. horror. In wow. the in the mainstream, let's even call it like mm-hmm. the general thrust of horror was still while there's a huge breadth of horror movies out there and they vary in in shape and size. Popular horror at that time, I mean, we're still dealing with Saw, fucking Paranormal Activity, Insidious, Conjuring. Like, these were all things that were still a thing. Yeah, that's fine. And those movies all have their very own distinct sort of flair that is all very jump scary. Like, that's That's what they've been building with, and it's fine. It's, It's a type of movie that I think, like, when I watched The Witch the first time, it caught me off guard, and I didn't get what was going on. I was, it was fucking boring. Right. Until I watched it again, and after seeing things like Get Out, Midsommar, um, The Lighthouse even, like, time has passed where the witch now feels right. Like, upon a rewatch, it seems to, like, it fits with other movies that I've seen now that it's not off-putting. Mm-hmm. And I can sit with it, and I can see the tension build, and I can see this fucking the witch's curse start slowly taking over this family, and like the two creepy ass twins are creepy ass fucking twins. Um, and yeah, it it is really a real slow fucking moving thing, and nothing really gets crazy until the last like five minutes. But it works for me now in a way that it didn't before, and I I don't know why, but it did. You, I liked it. You say it doesn't get crazy until the last five minutes, but like there's infanticide in the first reel. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There no, is, but I mean like there is that. If you're looking for like straight up like fucking I get it. Gore and full horror and I like, get it. I get it. Shit's get going it. crazy. People it. are flying against piles of wood. There's a goat fucking stabbing people. Like Black Philip. Black Philip. You give Black him Phillip. his name. His name. Yeah. Um like that is where shit hits the fan and it's like in the last the last little bit shit is constantly hitting the fan throughout that movie just in a very very deliberate sort of slowish way yeah. see i didn't think it was that slow the second time the first mm. time i mm-hmm. i fucking hated agreed it. and i thought it was slow as hell but the second time i was watching and i was into it yeah and i still i liked it a lot more and i think everything is I think he's just a filmmaker. You need to like, you need to sit with it and you need to revisit it, which is annoying because there's way too many movies to watch. So I'm yeah. not just going to sit and rewatch Robert Eggers movies. Like, right. I didn't see, I saw the witch in 2015 yep. and that was the first time I've watched it since. Yeah. Me yep, too. Same. Me too. I appreciated everything he was doing and it's a hell of a debut feature and Anya Taylor joy is very good in it. Everyone's very good in it. Very. The, the, the son, the son is very good. I was yep. going to say the dad, the the actor who played the dad was very, very he was very, very good. And, and you know, Black Phillip, obviously. obviously. And Best goat in the business. Best right? goat in the business for sure. Right? Especially after he, after he hits him and he's doing like, he's like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just around after he kicks him the fucking yeah. one. He's yeah. like, yeah, I just did that. Fuck I just you, did man. that. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I appreciated it a lot more and I, I enjoyed it. I was supposed to be folding laundry and I just. Straight up didn't. I just kept watching. Yeah. It's I enjoyed it a lot more, so I will give it a little more respect than I previously did. Yeah. Something I didn't think about and I I kind of only learned recently is and it'll play into like how we talk about sort of the rest of it, but um I I was kind of I kind of alluded to Tony that there was something that like I or maybe both of you that there was something that I had learned that kind of like unlocked something 
for me for like the way that he shoots his movies. He shoots with the single camera. That's it. So like everything is so meticulous because it has to be. Like he, yeah. he's not getting multiple angles of coverage. He is shooting with one camera, one camera only, all the time. And not proper lighting. And natural, yeah, natural lighting, lighting only. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, what I feel with Eggers is the camera's a character almost. Like the cam- the camera takes on um because it's only a single camera, right? It's almost like you are following along because like he does a lot mm-hmm. of one takes and like very like meticulous setups and stuff, right? So it's almost like you're you're watching it unfold in front of you. If there is one word to give Robert Eggers for anything, it is meticulous. That's fair. That is the best word to possibly yeah. describe him. Yeah. Like fair. going so far as to like build in the witch, because we're still in the witch. And there's more because this continues to happen through all of his movies. But like even in the witch, like he builds this farmstead with like tools that only exist like why why did he build it that way like you're just building a set no one watched you build it you never filmed building it it was just built but you took the time to like sit there and and build it with century appropriate tools and nails and yeah the clothing was done specifically he's he's committed to his vision and i kind of admire that about him it's this attention to detail that is insane to me also i found out he's an art nerd so like that makes he's sense. That really makes into sense. art and like a lot of times when he's talking about his movies he references like when he's setting up a shot he's referencing like a certain painting or a style of painting by an artist and he's like that's how i want it to look so the one scene that sticks out from the witch to me is in that last five minutes where anya taylor joey comes back in after all the nonsense that's occurred outside and she just puts her head on the table and it looks like yeah you could have just painted that hung it on the wall in a museum and it's like a masterwork because it's just like it's beautifully composed the light coming in is perfect like and then i heard him talk about that exact shot and he's like yeah i was first my frame of reference was such and such artist and i'm like oh well that okay now i get it you are just a fucking nerd cool like to that point about that uh, that shot yeah in that moment i had forgotten how that all went down right and when it finally went, when she like goes to lay down, I'm like, she's been through a lot today. Yeah. I, you know, it's you been, know, it's been a day. <laughs> it's for been this, a day for this, she's, for this poor, in the last 24 hours, she was like, she was uh, accused of being a witch. Her fucking weird ass twins, like were, f- were flailing on the floor. She was locked up in a bar. Shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> she needs a rest. She, she needs, yeah. she needs a nap. Yeah. For sure. She needs a nap. But yes, oh, I appreciated it a lot more. And, uh, yeah, Tony. Yes. Tell us why you don't want to live deliciously. Yeah. Honestly, like I give it a, I give it a lot of flack for like the story just cause I just wasn't interested in it. But like, I do admire it a little bit better than I did back when I first saw it. Right. Like the music is absolutely outstanding. Like give me the fucking vinyl of that. I will play that anytime. It is it is so. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be I mean, creepy. I don't. Well, I, yeah. I wouldn't say anytime. Maybe for a specific Halloween party. Well, you're talking. You're, you're talking. You're talking to the guy who listens to the Halloween soundtrack on yeah, repeat. Yeah, right, so. right, 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 well, you're fucked. It's always Halloween at Tony's. House. Always Halloween at Tony's house. Calm down, Venom. <laughs> but like the music in this, like creating the dread, that slow burn of horror. Like really liked the music and the cinematography is just just next level. Yeah. He's he's committed to a vision. The camera work in that. 
um like you've already said like every you could literally take any shot in there and you could make it a painting like he is very committed to his to his vision and telling a story and he wants it to look a certain way you can tell this guy has a look and when you see when you see an eggers movie you know it's an eggers movie so let's drag that thread right into the lighthouse yeah the auteur robert eggers the auteur robert eggers uh fuck the lighthouse oh my god so (laughs) dragging it right into the lighthouse where you know you're talking about something that you can tell is a robert eggers movie from the start i remember sitting down to watch that i remember the entire experience of our first viewing of that movie at tiff of going into theater number i think it was three it was across the hall we walked across the hall at uh, the scotia bank we sat in the fourth or fifth row up from the front and this fucking movie started in a four by three aspect ratio in entirely black and white. And I was like, what the fuck are we about to watch? And then it played for an hour and a half, two hours. I think it's runtime is somewhere a little bit longer than The Witch, but not that much longer. That's checked out. And we left and I don't know what the fuck we watched. I have no idea, but everybody was fucking fawning over this fucking thing. They were like, this is the best fucking movie that's ever been created. This is like jizzing all over the screen with how good it is. I want to see it seven times. I'm like, I don't understand because what the fuck did we just... A, couldn't understand shit. Couldn't understand a goddamn thing. A lot of farting. A lot of farting. A lot of farting. A lot of drinking oil. Was it it oil or was it gas? I think it was gas. Kerosene. 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 They put put honey in it to sweeten it up (laughs) a little bit. But at the end of the day, you're still drinking gasoline. Right. Uh, on Letterboxd, because I, I had to re-log it when I rewatched it, I gave this movie one and a half stars. <laughs> I really fucking hated it. And then upon rewatch, I actually ended up giving it three and a half. That's fair. I'm giving two of those stars full credit to being able to watch with subtitles. Because yep. it's yet another movie that... And you know what? It's fine. If you want to be, again, a meticulous filmmaker with a specific vision, you want to write an entire movie about two lighthouse operators in the early 1900s or or late 1800s and you want to use period specific dialogue and accents and that sort of new englandish accent that you went for robert pattinson doing his best daniel day lewis from there will be blood it's fine you can do that i don't remember daniel day lewis masturbating with a uh correct wooden mermaid correct mermaid yeah (laughs) he just abandoned his boy um (laughs) It's fine I to have do abandoned that. my son. I've abandoned my child. <laughs> it's fine if you want to do that. 100%. You can do that if that's your vision. I'm not a late 19th century lighthouse operator. You're not? I'm not. You you don't do that in your day I've in your never, spare time? Jeez, never, what the fuck? That is I that I is like what I thought you did for a living. I, I actually I, thought know, it was your job this whole time. The rain's like and the hats give it away. I know, but I I don't speak late 19th century lighthouse operator dialects neither does the rest of your audience throw some fucking subtitles on it's fine we literally spent that entire day at tiff watching fucking subtitled movies what's one more it would have been fine and a little bit helpful so that i knew that what he said was why just spill your beans instead of the beans like (laughs) (laughs) why'd you spill your beans i don't know why am i spilling my beans right now why do i why do i care 
Why do I care? Did you like I, it more or less? Honestly, you guys are probably shit on me for this, but uh, I like the ability of pressing pause. Cause, sure. Like I watched it. I watched it in two sittings. Okay. Um, that's just how it worked out. Um, I actually liked it a hell of a lot better now than I did back then, and mm-hmm. I appreciate it more. And you know what? I'll even go as far as to say, if Criterion Collection does bring out the lighthouse, oh, get the fuck out of here. I would buy it. Get the I fuck would buy it. Wow. I would buy it. Yeah, I would buy it. Because I feel like I feel like it's a movie that um, requires multiple viewings because you see you see more. When I when I watched it the second time, I realized a lot more. But I sure. only realized a lot more because I had the fucking subtitles on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm that, still upset they haven't released the seagull as a pop vinyl. Oh, yeah, man, seriously, that poor, that poor fucking seagull. But like, <laughs> you could see. I remember me and you were talking about it, James, and no. uh, like you were on board with it. Like I was on board with it the whole time. But then once cabin fever started to settle in, then it started getting a little bit more wacky. Yeah, and my my issue with it isn't Cthulhu in it. Yeah, Cthulhu makes a brief there's, there's, there's some tentacles. <laughs> yeah, um, you don't actually see Cthulhu, but like no, there's you, just tentacles. You know it's you know it's it. It's like it's like Japanese hentai in the middle. It's fine. Yeah. Um, no, like my issue with it still is its pacing. Like it yeah, sets I'd itself up. It sets itself up as this like slow burn descent into madness, which is what you get. But the switch from slowly descending into madness into full-blown madness happens like that like it's just like all of a sudden man like we get to a point they're supposed to go home and this is after fucking uh our pats kills the seagull r.i.p um and the wind turns and the storm comes in so yes obviously a whole sign of dread bad luck all of that the boat doesn't come for obvious reasons, but then like literally the next scene, they're fucking like, they're already, they're already it's just like, it's like, been like a month and like, or like six months have passed. You have no idea of the concept of time and that's fine. But like, it just doesn't, for me, that still doesn't work. It's just like you were building to it and then you just went and like, yeah, it was just, it was just suddenly they, they, the boat didn't come and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh fuck, we're not going yeah. home. What the fuck? All of a sudden they're drinking fucking kerosene. Yeah. And fucking it's lanterns. like, it's like, yeah. It's just, it's insane. It's still wild at the end, and, like, having Willem Dafoe crawl around like a dog is arguably hilarious. Or but, when frickin' R. Pats tries to bury Willem Dafoe alive. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was fucking wild, too. I, I bet yeah. they shot that method. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, they had, uh, there's that story about uh, Robert Pattinson coming out and how he wanted to punch Robert Eggers because he kept, like getting him with a fire hose and like he's sitting yeah, here for three yeah. straight hours being fire hose and he's just like i think we got the shot dude like stop fucking spraying me with water yeah. it's just it, it like just that funnels back into that guy's attention to detail like do you know the fucking light in the lighthouse well first of all being shot at an actual lighthouse that the light sense. in the lighthouse itself was built custom to fit the period of the time that the light ha- would have been in that house so it is a specific exact replica of what would have been there at the time well do you know where they shot it no nova scotia they shot it in nova scotia right that makes sense and then the horn the sound of that horn the ominous (laughs) that blows throughout the entire fucking movie which is also just it pulls you in it's very nice they spent months trying to figure out the exact perfect sound for the horn that would have fit in the time that the horn would be like he Who just loves his, de- he loves his detail, that? man. Like He loves his detail. It's insane. 
It's insane. He the wanted amount... to be authentic. He didn't want to be called out by those fucking lighthouse keepers. Yeah, like, you know. That fucking horn doesn't sound 19th right. 19th century no. lighthouse operators that are still alive and kicking. Absolutely, they're just brined man. by the salty sea. <laughs> and, they would, and they're the type of guys who would watch the lighthouse. Oh, oh you for know. sure. You know. For the you historical know. accuracy. That's exactly. why they're there. You guys are just making me more upset about that movie. <laughs> but like, there's all this, you're doing is making me angrier. There's this one shot in it. Like you're talking about picture, picture yeah, perfect. Yeah. It's when they first arrive and they're literally standing there. You see the water like yes. splash in the background. Yes. Willem Dafoe's like has the pipe in his hands, but it's yes, upside it's upside down. Upside down. Yeah. Like fucking take a Great. picture, put it on the wall. Like the man also had to use fucking lenses from like forever ago. For oh, for movie. sure, for like, sure, man. They shot that shit on like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I'm just it's getting a, angry. Dave's Dave's just looking at us right now. He's just like this fucking movie. Just. just I'm also I glad that it. the shot that you preferred was that, and not the random human vagina on top of a fish mermaid part. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, no idea. That was gratuitous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, that whole like mermaid fucking scene. Just. just I love that lie. Anya Taylor Joy wanted to play the mermaid. He's like, maybe not this one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this not one's this a one. lot. <laughs> We'll find somebody else. <laughs> we'll find somebody else. A lesser known, if you will. I fucking hate the lighthouse. It I don't know, man. You so still get, you gotta rewatch it. You gotta I'm rewatch gonna, it. I'm going man, to rewatch seriously. it, but I remember appreciating it. It's not a bad film. And I don't remember it being boring. I just no. remember it being aggravating. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. kind of mad it didn't get more Oscar attention. Like for the technical aspect of it. Probably because the people nominating don't want to watch it. Yeah, that's they're true. They're not old-timey lighthouse keepers. Yeah, but like the movie, the, yeah. tec- the technical of that movie, you cannot argue with, was outstanding. It's He's a great technical artist, Tony. He's an auteur, and I get it. He likes, he has a style. He wants to continue the style. Yeah. But. Has he been nominated for anything? Like, was The Witch nominated for anything? No. No. Hmm. He's that, going to be nominated at eventually, some point. Eventually, yes, yes, yes. yes. for the, the technical stuff that we've yeah, all been talking about. The now. fanboys thought that the uh, the Northman was his. Uh, the, this is his, it, the big his, ticket, his, his big ticket to best yeah. picture. And I, and even then, I was like, hmm, maybe no, not. no, man, maybe yeah. not. So we. Dave and I saw the lighthouse together, and then Tony, you went uh, the North. The North. Oh, sorry, we're, the on North the, we're on the Northman. Yes, we were jumping the North. to the Northman. We all, we all saw the lighthouse together. It's a lot of thes. All right, yes. he's got a theme with adding a the to the front of his titles. He clearly um, hasn't met uh, Sean Parker. No, drop the the. Yeah. Just Northman. Um, it's cleaner. So we've all seen the Northman. I didn't. It was it was it was the it, the third I, trial. I have never seen you check your watch so many times in a movie. <sighs> I don't want to say I was bored, but man, this thing trucks along for a long running time, and you feel it. To me, I felt it. I I don't know what it was that kept sucking me out, but i just i just felt it and like i'm I'm also wondering now if you know after revisiting the witch and after revisiting the lighthouse if this is gonna be another one where i'm gonna have to in a couple of years going to watch to. it again and probably love it and it's just whatever it was on the first viewing didn't work for me um well we watched it at 10 o'clock at night yeah that didn't Thursday. help that probably didn't help that didn't help see i was smart and i saw it at 12 12 40 on a saturday yeah and well, i feel well, like it was the best decision of my life yeah, well, yeah. we have we have things to do you clearly don't all yeah. right well you know it's uh 
I think the other part of it too is like, so first of all, it is, it is Hamlet. Yeah. Very um, Shakespearean. It's are not we even, it's not a even, spoiler bell for this not, or are we just going to let it go? I, well, I, my, my throat's a little messed up, so I'm not right. ringing no sto- spoiler bell. I could do the spoiler bell if you want. Do we want, do we, do we want the spoiler bell? If you really want, do we need I to mean, say that we're spoiling Hamlet? Yeah, it's, well, it's, no, Hamlet. it's not. It's not even. It's not even Hamlet. It's what inspired Hamlet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is. It is the original source material for Hamlet. Yeah. But it's still Hamlet. Like it's if, exactly if, what Hamlet. Get, is. If, if you don't know the story of Hamlet, if you weren't subjugated to it in high school, yeah, then I. I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Maybe we'll just try not to. We'll dance it. We'll dance around we'll some of the. We'll I mean, it's also in the trailer too. Exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's we'll still dance around. It's a revenge story. At the end of the day, it's a revenge story. Yes, you've yes. seen one. You've seen them all. You That's know, true. you know what it's leading to. Yeah. But you haven't seen it done by Robert. Robert Eggers. Eggers. This is a Robert Eggers revenge story. Everybody. This is Robert Eggers presents Hamlet, <laughs> which. I mean, that's pretty much what you're watching. It is Robert Eggers presents. Yeah, absolutely. I I admire that he got the budget for this. Yeah, man, incredible. Seriously, good for him. And he did not. He did not waste that budget. No, no. no. He apparently he planted the the period specific grass. Of course he did. 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 I am not surprised in the slightest. I enjoyed it. Sure. I I did like it, and when you were checking your watch, I was like, "What? What doesn't he like about this?" Like it does. There's parts of it I think he could have sent in an email. Yeah, <laughs> but I do think like it's pretty gripping, and I enjoyed the style. Sure. Even though there was one part where it looked like it was God of War, even with yeah. hulking beasts walking around like yeah. Kratos. Yeah, yeah. But um. And he obviously has a thing against children. Um, oh, yeah, he definitely, he definitely got something against children. Oh, children man. and fucking horses, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, some kids and some horses did something dirty to fucking yeah. Robert Eggers because he is not nice to them. Yeah. No, no. And I loved, I did like the lighting in this. Yep. I did like the the long takes. Yeah. And just, like, I really enjoyed... Uh, when it's dark and it's basically like lit by yep. the moon type yep. thing. Like I know it's not the moon, but mm-hmm. it's but yeah. It's, Even the it's, shots it's where it's like lit, it's lit by like the uh, the fire. And yeah, stuff. but like the the moon shots are yes. like they're basically black and white. Almost, yeah. almost it's black crazy. and white. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, and it just it looks great. And I'm I appreciate that he can he used that budget well. Yeah. I used it well. I admire the hell out of all of the technical aspects of that movie. It's incredible. And the the shot that I'm still and haven't stopped thinking about is the shot that starts on the shore as the boats are rowing past and it f- goes out and it clips into the next camera and then starts going down oh, yeah, the that's canoe. A, that's a great it's shot. It's fucking incredible. That is a great shot. Mm-hmm. Incredible. As you were saying it, I was like, it's going to be that shot. Yeah. yeah it's incredible. Great. Like, it's an achievement. And then it, and still, like that badass moment that was spoiled in the trailers where he fucking catches the spear and throws it back. Badass. G- great. No notes. Um, <laughs> no notes. No. I didn't, you know what? I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen a Robert Eggers trailer. I've just gone. Really? He's gone for it. Like, The yeah. Witch didn't have one. It was, I went in based on Sundance Buzz. Right. And The Lighthouse 
just fit in the schedule and we're like yeah well, let's go let's go see the yeah. lighthouse and this one i was just like well i'm gonna watch this fucking thing i'm just yeah. not even gonna bother mm-hmm. i've just seen pictures like i went in and i had never seen a thing i don't think i don't think i saw a trailer either i saw i saw pictures for sure but yeah because uh, i don't remember seeing it oh, yeah I saw you're, the ta- trailer. you're talking about the trailer i'm like i don't remember seeing i saw the trailer. trailers but i saw the trailers before other movies <laughs> like yeah uh, um just put your head down yeah i've done it there, there was one time i literally ran out of the theater yeah i didn't want to see the trailer so badly that i ran out of the theater and Alyssa's like the fuck are you doing <laughs> i've definitely done the uh the you plug your ears and you put your fucking head in your lap and melissa's like what the fuck are you doing and i was like i don't want to fucking see anything for this yeah do you think this is his most accessible film vaguely hmm I don't. Well, think I mean, any, like I by comparing it to his other two, I genuinely yeah. don't think any of them are accessible. No, I feel like this one's a little bit more accessible because of the the, the familiar story. Obviously, yeah. This is yeah. This, this one's revenge, revenge yeah. thriller. It's easy to get on board, yeah. as opposed to Descent into Madness by way of old timey lighthouse. Yeah. and Descent into Madness by by way which of is cursed, which is cursed, cursed. Yeah. yeah, destroying yeah. this fucking uh new england family from what the 1600s yeah yeah yeah, so so given that you haven't neither of you have seen the following this thread of accessibility not that every film needs to be accessible i don't think it does no i don't think so um it's i think he and it's not his fault but i think he has a marketing problem (laughs) because like what the northman was sold as in a trailer is not of course it's not what the north of course it's not i'm like you like i kind of got it i'm like oh i feel like this is going to be hamlet Uh, and that it was um whereas like in the the trailers are like very much oh it's 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 an action-packed revenge thriller thing like and like no well it is a vicious revenge thriller like it, it is that it one is. part where like people got it cut people got cut he cut people up and like scrolled oh, them yeah. across yeah. someone's hand like a shape well the fucking one guy like comes into the room and his fucking guts his guts are in his hands so it's yeah, he like falls into the fire and you gotta, and you gotta think this movie's 14a in theaters right now i'm like what it's not I didn't even think it was that violent, but it's it's pretty oh, violent. No, it's, it's vicious. It's vicious, it's grisly, but like I was man. expecting something a lot more violent. Yeah. It's yes, you get all those elements, but you also have these longer moments of like you get to deal with the mystical a little bit more. You get to deal with his own internal issues with how things are playing out. Ethan it's Hawk not, running around like a dog. Yeah. yeah. Barking like a dog. Barking like a dog. Not nearly enough Willem Dafoe for no, anybody's no, liking. No. I don't know what it is about these guys, about these auteurs. They bring in Willem Dafoe. They know, they know it's Willem Dafoe, and then they don't use Willem Dafoe. Yeah. He brings the heat every he time. He literally every stands, every stands out every time on why, screen. Why would you? Why, why would you why, sideline him? Why would you sideline him? Yeah. Don't, don't bring in Willem Dafoe unless you're going to use Willem Dafoe. That's true, yeah. and that's why the lighthouse works so well because it's the Willem Dafoe show, featuring Robert Feature, Pat, featuring, featuring Robert Pat. and and a. Mermaid and, and a mermaid uh, and a seagull. And, a seagull. <laughs> yeah, and Cthulhu. I smell a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. How how do you do Willem Dafoe dirty? Come on. They did. Not enough. And they Dafoe. turned him into a weird head. Yeah. Not enough Dafoe. No. Not nearly enough. But the, like the cast itself, holy fuck, they yeah. were great. Every, oh, Alexander yeah. Sarsgaard was like a fucking beast. Hunching menace. Yeah. Hunching menace. Yeah. He's he was like full beast mode. 
exactly like, like the entire yeah. time <laughs> just just 100 every fucking time <laughs> yeah like that 100 one part, 175 every time yeah. that one part where he just like fucking like where lets out like a dog howl i was like oh yeah fuck. like he is about to rip someone to shreds yeah like i'm surprised he didn't do like a, a king shark thing where he rips seriously too. he could he could don't you forget he it. definitely could have he definitely could have but uh yeah i enjoyed it I liked it. I thought it would, there was, I think he could have sharpened it up in certain points. Mm. And I know he was, uh, his hands were tied in some spots because he went with a studio with money. Right. (laughs) Right. So he, he didn't get his final cut and he didn't like, he, he said that the editing process was bad Yeah, and he didn't appreciate it. And as you do. So we thing. wait for the director's cut. Of yeah. the North we don't need to watch a director's cut of the North. Three and a half hours. <laughs> all but, in old Norse. But I, ju- I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it immensely. So it's, it's top tier Eggers? Number one? I think The Witch is still number one. but Or is mm-hmm. now number one. But I, I enjoy it. It wasn't. It was the first time I've left an Eggers movie and been like. Yeah, I like that. I I can agree with that. As as opposed to The Witch, where I was like, well, that was fucking boring and fucking The Lighthouse, where I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm just pure rage. I'm I'm beast mode Alexander Skarsgård. (laughs) I think my ranking is similar to yours. It's still still The Witch, then The Northman, then The Lighthouse at the bottom, which is fine. I think it's fine. Tony's the other way. Tony's high praise for The Lighthouse. Not enough dong for my liking. How much dong were you expecting? (laughs) I was expecting... Were you expecting everybody naked? Like what? Just so much dumb. <laughs> well, he get, there's scenes where he's just like he's basically naked and he's fighting people. Like right, like and that that poor guy with the nose. That guy can't oh. catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> Lost his nose to young young uh, Amleth, and then yeah, gets yeah. an entire sword plunged <laughs> through it by old Amleth. Spoiler just, alert! Like just, no, whatever. There was. <laughs> Yeah, I I just uh, and like the volcano fight. Yeah, <laughs> that that was glorious. Okay, like I saw that volcano fight right. and I was like, give me more. <laughs> I don't know why the whole movie wasn't just this volcano. In a volcano, fight. the entire thing <laughs> takes place inside a volcano. And I know it's it's uh, on purpose, but uh, the Beowulf, uh, it felt yeah. Beowulfy as well. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Like I can see where certain elements are coming. Mm-hmm. Yep, coming from. And it's just like, oh, okay, I see how it's all connecting. Yeah. And like, I can appreciate that. And I also went in prepped for something that wasn't an action thriller. Right. So I wasn't disappointed in that at all. Yeah. No. It had everything you wanted from Robert Eggers. It was meticulous again, down to the minute detail that you were watching, down to the clothing that they were wearing. The grass. Or not wearing. Down to the grass. (laughs) Or not wearing. Or not wearing, yeah. Down to like you know old norse songs which by the way talking about soundtracks i want i want all old norse throat singing <laughs> i need the northmen on vinyl i, I like the throat singing's making a comeback this and doom yeah man <laughs> throat singing's back and it's coming this, back in a big way that's that score was absolutely incredible too like it was a good score that was a really good. good score a lot of great tech a lot of great technicals i just genuinely i think i would have adored it if it was a pinch shorter Yep. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, agree. Agree. I'd agree. If it was t- if it was yeah. tighter, I think I would have adored it. I think that's and I think that's what did me in too. It was just like it was just it was late. 
and it was dragging at points, which is fine. It had to slow down. It had to do it exactly what it had to do, but there was just scenes, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, let's get on with it. Like, I know where we're going, and uh, I think that's part of my problem, too, is, like, once I immediately figured out that it was Hamlin, I'm like, well, I know exactly how this needs to play out now, so let's let's just get this fucking going, and it didn't want to, and... Uh, it was unrealistic expectations on my part. Um, so I will watch it again. I think the problem was you went in with the expectation that it would be more traditional. Possibly. And that yeah. it wasn't. You didn't go in with the expectation of, uh, it's a fucking Robert it's a Eggers fucking Robert Well, Eggers I went in movie, with the yeah. expectations of it being a Robert Eggers film, and I was not disappointed. <laughs> As I said, from a technical perspective, I was not disappointed at all. That is 100% what I got. It's true. <laughs> it is. It is everything that you could possibly want, except better lit. <laughs> that is fair. He fixed his lighting. You can that understand the characters fair. a touch better. Smi- okay, Smidge. so a talking smidge. about that, because um, I, I, I asked Dave already, and I saw some stuff floating around on Twitter um, about the amount of ADR, apparently, that ended up going in at the very like the very end of the process. Yeah, Did you notice Yeah, it? I noticed yeah, okay. I noticed a lot. Yeah. Especially There's when uh Sarsgard's back is turned. Mm. You could tell like it was like ADR for sure. It, it's not Evil Dead yeah. work shed. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. there's still parts of it that are noticeable and I feel like you got what you you got what yeah. you paid for, guys. Yep. You don't need yep. the extra ADR. Yeah. I yeah. think it was just like they were a little they were a little scared that they put in that much money and they're like Oh, he made the movie that he wanted to make. He made not a Robert the, Eggers he movie. He made a Robert Eggers movie, not, uh, oh, this is going to be... See, the studio had the same thoughts yeah. that I had. They yeah. were like, oh, they were expecting Hamlet, and instead they got Robert Eggers Presents Hamlet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I still can't believe they ponied up the money for it's it. Crazy. Like, it's crazy. It's not going to make it back. No, no it's, it it's won't. Not. And I did, I, they had and to know it wasn't going to. They had to have. I really hope that they did and that they just were like, you know what? Fuck it. Robert Eggers, here's $70 million. Go fucking make this thing. Yeah. 70 to 90, whatever it was. Yeah. And he said that he's never going to make a traditional, like, modern set movie. No. Which is fine. You do you. Fine. Do he's like, a nerd. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you guys said. Just throw in some subtitles for us. Bro. Yes. Just yeah. throw the subtitles. I don't care. Like, you, you could know, have done this entire movie in old Scandinavian and just, as I long think as you subtitled it, I would have been fine. I yeah. think it would have worked better. That's the next version we're going to, he's going to ADR the entire movie. <laughs> in Scandinavian. And, mm, yeah. Like, at least he'd have an excuse to have subtitles. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. if Mel Gibson can do it, the, the fucking Robert Eggers could do it. It's yeah. Very true. That man did an entire thing in old Aramaic. Yeah. And then he resurrected an even deader land. Even yeah. old dead my, language. Yeah. My yeah. Oh my god. Going going back to my thoughts on the Northman. Yes. Sure. Tell it. Tell us more. Tell us more. After it ended, I just sat there and like let the score during the credits like just wash over me. Honestly, I was into it the whole time. I was enthralled by the world. I'm. I'm big on Shakespeare. I kind of, I really like Shakespeare, Shakespeare stuff. Hamlet is one of my favorite plays that he's ever done. So, uh, well, he's got some new stuff coming down the pipe. Yeah, you never yeah. know. He's got, he's got yeah, some yeah. new stuff. Um, he's like Tupac. He's, Tupac. he's got he some just unreleased keeps, stuff. He just keeps coming back. Yeah. He just keeps coming <laughs> back. Old manuscripts they found. And I saw, I saw it by myself, which was a terrible idea because I was pretty pissed that I was reacting to it and looking over to my shoulder and no one was there <laughs> and looking at my other thing and the guy's like fumbling with his phone. <laughs> I was just like, come on, man. Like, 
I absolutely adored it. So it's your number one of the year. It is. It's it's up there. It's up What's there for up sure. There? It's up there for Ooh. sure. Um, I praise. I praise. I really, I really, really liked it. And as soon as it was over, I wanted to watch it again. Wow, that is that is exceedingly that, high praise. That, that end, that end scene in the volcano was poetic. Like it was picture perfect, poetic. Like I the fir- the first act, I was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is happening? What I mean, what is going on?" Sure. <laughs> I, I was I was just gonna <laughs> just gonna like George Lucas did it first. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was something else. I did not. I went in there expecting Robert Eggers and I yeah. came out of it and I was again alone and probably crazy to other people. And I just kept going to myself. I was like, fucking Eggers, man. Like fucking guy. Yeah. He is. He is something else. And I, I, I admire it about him. And he, yeah. he does what he wants. He has his own specific style. He's, he's making movies that he wants to make. And the Northman was just like. It was, it was almost like uh, the way I the way I said it to uh, Melissa. It was like a three like his three movies are like a three course meal. So you got the witch was like an appetizer, right? Trying just give you a taste of what he can do, right? And then I would say the lighthouse was like the salad, maybe like the salad. <laughs> you got your antipasto. Like I'm thinking of it. You got your antipasto. You got your your salad, and then you got your main course. And the Northman is the main course, and it was everything that he wow. was leading up to. And I'm giving this movie high praise, and I know I'll probably get flack from both of you for the rest of my life. I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I'm on. I'm on your side. It's in not the sense whip it. That, it's not whip it, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I I don't want Robert Eggers to stop. No, I don't. I I don't want. He is he is telling original. Um, well, he's not. He's he's getting source material, but it's original. It's original content, and um, he's telling stories that aren't cookie cutter stories. It's not a. It's not a fucking comic book movie. It's not a fucking book adaptation. It's Robert Eggers being Robert Eggers. Well, I mean it. Technically, it's a it's an adaptation. it's, it's an adapt it's an adaptation, yes. but he's putting his 100%. own spin on it. Yeah, no, right. As a as a as a as we are referring to him as an auteur. Yes, I do not want him to stop. I don't want studios to stop funding him. I don't want him to have to go down the fucking uh, rabbit hole of like Moonfall, where you got to fucking like raise your own capital in order to make your and, shit. And like, I don't want him getting lost on streaming services, making a Netflix movie or a fucking. Uh, something for a streaming service. I don't want him to do that. I know yeah. it might. I, I know like everything's leading to streaming. I know it'll eventually happen. I want him to end up wherever he can get the money, where they just leave him alone. Exactly. Where they just like, here's your budget, go make whatever you want. Yeah, something a little more uh, palatable budget wise. Maybe not a ninety million dollar. No, like a mid, like a mid tier, forty or fifty Viking million epic. dollar. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And like just keep making them because like at the end of the day, regardless of whether you are fine with the plot or the way that the movie plays out or not, whether you're a huge fan of the lighthouse or you loathe it like quiche, there's something special happening with what he's doing, whether you're seeing it from the technical side or just as the entire encompassing thing. Like it just needs to continue. I'm I'm here to give him another shot, even though this was my third shot. He gets one more. 
He gets and, then, and that's more. funny because at the end of the lighthouse, we all looked at each other and we're like, you know what? He gets one, one more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He bought himself one extra try with yeah. the Northman. If the lighthouse is a salad, you can fucking toss the salad. <laughs> the lighthouse is a salad. No, you know what? The lighthouse is not the salad. You toss that salad. The, the lighthouse is the pasta dish. You toss that pasta. Man, he's so going so to put out like six more fucking movies to complete your goddamn meal. Jesus. <laughs> you just need a four course meal, man. You got your salad. You know what? You know what? The witch is the salad. You got your pasta dish, which is the lighthouse, and then you got your main fucking course, which is the is uh, the Northman. So now you just need that that sweet you pucker up that dessert. Sweet eh? pucker up is dessert. It, would the Northman be like? And hopefully that's Nasferatu, actually. The bloodiest steak in the galaxy. Oh, for yeah. sure. Bloody, probably still mooing when it's on the goddamn plate. <laughs> nice. Like, I don't think he's making Nasferatu. I think I think they said that it's off. Oh, that's unfortunate, man. That's really unfortunate. But apparently they're cutting Dracula movies left and right. Cause yeah, nobody nobody yeah, likes Dra- Dracula. Apparently he had Dracula a he had a Rasputin uh, miniseries on the go as well. I'm sure whatever I'm sure he will land on his feet. Oh, he'll definitely land. This on his movie feet. did double digits this weekend. It's fantastic. That's yes. that that is happy. To, I am happy to hear that. Every everybody who likes Eggers went to go see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. exactly what was in our screening, man. Yeah. yeah. And that and the, the, my screening too. Like there was there was a definitely a, I was I thought I was going to go in there with like four or five people in there and there was at least like 20, 20 or so people and there's nice. a child, a fucking child was in That's there weird. Too. That's a little weird. I mean like the kids <laughs> got up three it. times to pee, but like there was a fucking kid in my that, screening. That, that's that's a little weird. I don't know, maybe the dad just wanted to educate him on like horse sacrificing? <laughs> maybe. I don't fucking know. <laughs> there was a lot of dead horses in this movie. Yeah, I don't I was, know how PETA approved it. No, no, CG, I was like, I wasn't okay with all the animal abuse in it for sure. Eggers obviously something happened to him in his past. Well, we've already. He's done with horses. That. He's done with horses for sure. Can I just say that? I hope that I'm taken by a Valkyrie to Valhalla. Oh at yes, the end. please, please, <laughs> yeah. just take a Valkyrie such. that looks like she's like she has a Visalign on. Like, <laughs> she was angry. Man. Yeah, so she angry. was an that, angry Valkyrie. That, that was Bjork, wasn't it? No, no. Bjork was the uh, Bjork was the eyeless witch. Yeah, was the, the eyeless witch. witch. I, th- I thought I that thought she, Bjork was that both. he sees in no. the. Um, in the little hut thing. The hut thing yes. after yeah. the children after, are all after, burned. Yeah, after yeah. they burned all the children alive. <laughs> after they burned the children alive. Spoiler alert again. <laughs> it's hardcore, man. It's, he, it's, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that hardcore. scene and I was just like, it's wow, proper hardcore. That is, yeah, that, that's proper hardcore. <laughs> Fuck, man. And because we didn't mention her, Anya Taylor-Joy is pretty great in this as well. Yep, yep she's fantastic as well. They're all good. There's no and Nicole like, Kidman's very good too. Very good. Very Better than fucking being the Ricardos. Yeah, I I literally saw that on Twitter today. <laughs> that, it, that her uh, her her monologue in uh, yeah her five minute monologue her in five the minute long monologue in the Northman was better than the entirety of being the Ricardos. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. <laughs> no, she's she's very good. The, the entire cast is very very good in this. I I want to bark like a dog with Ethan Hawke. That sounds like yeah. a good day. Ah, uh, and Willem Dafoe. Yes. <laughs> yes. That sounds like a fun time. It's still not Got enough some acid. It's still not enough to fall. No. Did him dirty. But yeah, I think that's a pretty solid recommend, but different yep. uh, varying opinions. Yeah. Uh, you'll all have to On let us know. On all of Eggers' filmography. <laughs> you'll exactly. all have to let us know what you feel about Robert Eggers. Yes. Um, I guess it's time for your favorite segment. Oh, that's 
my old timer. Dave's new blues never gets old. What on earth did you? Is it another show and tell? Do we have it here? We do. We do. Oh my god! I'm we loving do. that the segment's becoming a show and tell. It is we my just keep this thing. up. Keep up the show and tell, man. It's the new 4K of Hard oh, Target. Oh, JCVD with, with JCVD uh, from Kino Lorber. Oh my God. Um, they uh, apparently they messed up the disc when it oh. came out in December, so the new discs have just come out recently. So right. I believe that I got a new disc because it looked fine when I was okay, watching it. Good, um, but yeah, 4K hard target John Woo. It's uh, is this something you needed in 4K? Yes, you need everything was in this, 4K. Really, was this was this another movie that when you watch it in 4K you go? Oh. They weren't planning on 4K existing. This one's a little. This one's okay. a little less. Oh, it is that. John Woo. That's true. It's That's John true. Woo. It's John Woo. But, a lot of uh, slow motion. I yeah. It's JCVD sure. in the 90s. John sure. Woo. Uh, who else? It's Arnold Vosloo. Yeah, right? yeah. From yeah. the Mummy. Yeah. And, Walter and Brimley. Deuce, Deuce Bigelow. Oh, and Diabetes yeah. himself. And Wilfred well, Brimley. Lance, Lance Hendrickson. Lance, Lance Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Yeah. Wilfred Brimley, he has uh, he has a French accent in it, and nice. I think the French ac- accent is the MVP of the movie. That and of course JCVD's mullet. Naturally, just executive producer Sam Raimi. Like this movie has everything. It's wild. It was. Uh, I definitely. I, I picked up this uh, this 4K as well, and uh, I watched it this past uh, this past week, and uh, it is a sight to see for sure. Yeah. What on earth did I just watch with Lance Hendrickson? Well, he's in The Visitor. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is The Visitor. He's in The Visitor. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's rock solid. Nice. And I told Tony I didn't want to get into collecting Kinos, but now I'm collecting Kino Lobers. Great. Lobers. I told him the second the second we got our first Kino Lober, Ooh. I was like, dude, this is this we, is happening. This is happening. <laughs> this is happening. Yeah, and just. Before before we finish off on Dave's new blues, I need to give a shout out to Criterion, mm-hmm. who still hasn't sport, who still one hasn't day. sponsored us. But one, one day, one day, one day, Criterion, please. They announced their July lineup. Yep, and it's like, oops, all bangers. Yep, four yep. Ks of Raging Bull. Yep, the Virgin, the Virgin Suicides. Yep, Okja. Yep, Devil, uh, in, Devil in a Blue, blue dress. dress. Yep, and a Blu-ray version of Drive My Car. Oh. Oops all, ba- oops all bangers all bangers top to bottom by oh, all of june them. june and july releases is just it's 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 gonna be a poor day in the baldwin household yeah. yeah 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 i'm uh i'm going to need to start saving because there there are a lot of bangers i need on my shelf so i feel like, i feel like we should just start a collective like criterion bank account so <laughs> yeah. like it's just like this is the money that we have for so, criterion honestly, if if Criterion, you know, like you get all these like subscription services, not streaming subscriptions, but subscription services. Yeah, man, I would a hundred percent in a heartbeat. I'd pay twenty bucks a month for Criterion to send me two Blu-rays a month or one Blu-ray a month. Oh cool. man, just pick I, something off the shelf and send it to me. I'll put it on the shelf. It's fine. I like them all so I, far. I want them to let us. Go oh, the Criterion the closet. closet. Oh my God, Finger Guns Criterion Closet. Okay. I could see they it did, now. Do you know what they do? They hand you a bag. I know, and they say, "Fill the bag." They used to film them, like you can watch, like Bill Hader walk <laughs> through and pull shit off the shelf and talk about how oh, House is the best date movie in there. Like, like, can you imagine? Here's a bag. Fill it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd lose my mind. I would lose it. <laughs> you know, there's 
But it, this, you'd have to be strategic, right? Oh, you, you would definitely have to be You can't just keep buying box sets. You yeah. can't get box sets because you'd fill the bag too fast. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. So, you know, I think there's this is a fun this is a fun thing because I think we have goals for this podcast or like milestones that we want to hit. Um, and I'm adding this to the list of be invited to inside the criterion closet with a bag uh 100% that is now on the on the vision board the, the wish list the of finger things. guns the finger guns board. wish list but as tony alluded to earlier this is uh we we crossed a milestone i guess it was, we did. It was something that i was hoping to to get and yeah we're affiliated press like for hot dogs woo woo Big news. Big Woo! news. Our first official festival. Yes. Very exciting, boys. Very, well, very exciting. Welcome to the festival beat. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> very excited it. to be here. It's a journey. Thank it's you. a journey. Can't yeah. wait to start. We've, uh, we've sideloaded all of our auto or admin stuff for this festival over to Dave since he's so seasoned. I am. He's a seasoned vet in this, in this yes. territory. Yes, yeah. I am. And you guys need to learn how to balance your movies and how to watch oh, yeah. them quick. Yeah. Because you're not going to have time yeah. to watch them all. But I've already seen a few since I've done since I've done South by this year, right. as well as Sundance. So I've already seen a couple yep. that I'm excited about that you guys I want you guys to see. Um, so what do we got? Fire of Love, which is a documentary about two. Would you call them volcanologists? They study so volcanoes. About the volcanoes, yeah, yeah. They study volcanoes. So it's all like stock footage of this couple who studied volcanoes. And it's, cool. it's beautiful. It's just stunning, stunning stuff. And like the ending is a horrific gut punch, but it's it's a beautiful film. Um, there's Second Chance, which is about uh, a gentleman who started the business of uh, Bulletproof Vests. Very excited for that one. Which was actually I remember you talking quite about good. And uh, there was another one called Kids in the Hall Comedy Punks, which is about uh, the origins of and the origins of kids in the hall and yep. just kind of their influence and very very excited for that what one. they've accomplished since and there's another one called navalny which is about the russian what what is his i it's about a gentleman who went who tried to get elected and beat putin and uh well they tried to kill him and yeah. they failed yeah <laughs> and uh there's a scene in this that they managed to film. And I wish I got to see it with a crowd to hear what the reaction was. Because you will not believe what they got on film. That's high praise. Crazy. I mean, a, I'm excited. It's crazy. Is, You're really selling me on this movie. It is nuts what they got on film in this movie. Yeah, I, I really I really hope we're able to, uh, to get that one in there and see it. Because that sounds... That sounds wild. So yeah. fucking good. Yeah, you guys are going to sit there and you're going to be like, whoa. Whoa. But I'm really excited to see a film called Million Dollar Pigeons. Yeah. Which is about pigeon... Was it about pigeon racing? Yeah, pigeon races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all for this. That movie. was on my list. And yeah, there's another on one. Too. There's another one called TikTok Boom, yep. which has been at other festivals. And it's about uh, the influence of TikTok, which... Yep my wife loves and uh i want to learn more about tiktok yep but uh i'm in for the quiet epidemic as well all about ticks Ooh. so that one sounds like fun because like i don't know about y'all but in like the past two years since i moved up to hamilton 
uh, I've had a tick twice. Oh shit! <laughs> so I'm That's I'm excited, and uh, I've yet to have Lyme disease, so I'm still knock on wood not Avril Levine. I was about um, to say, and you're not Avril. Yeah, so I I'm I'm excited about it because like it's a it's a subject that. I've unfortunately come a little bit too close to. <laughs> like, it's weird getting out of the shower and seeing one trying to burrow its way into your leg, or another time when oh, you just run your Jesus hands through your hair and Christ. one just, like, whoop, flies out. That's weird. It's Wonderful. Fucked. It's fucked. It, stay, away from, I, uh, stay away from the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't I, go camping. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I would be frightened about the one in the shower, because... Like, I wouldn't be able to see it without my glasses. Yeah, man. That would yeah. be fucked up. I just saw something on my leg that looked like a pimple. And I'm like, I don't remember having a pimple there. And then I was like, oh, no. And just, like, flicked it out. And, yeah, Jesus. thankfully it didn't, like, bite in yet. But... That is that is terrifying. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Ticks are no joke. Yeah. No joke. No so, joke. Anyway, that's why that one's on my list. I'm very excited to, to see that one. Yeah. What do you got, Tony? Uh, I have Art of Silence, which is a uh, documentary about Marcel Mosoro. Oh. Yeah, and his life. Uh, that one's that one's pretty. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for that one, and I'm stoked for uh, still working nine to five. Documentary about the nine oh, to five movie yeah. with Dolly Parton. Yeah, I, I've seen that one. That one's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty stoked. I'm for a big that Dolly fan, so yeah, I'm in with you. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Apparently, they've changed it since South by, so I'm excited to watch. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That'll be cool to see. Yeah. And I'm excited for this other one. I'm just looking it up right now. Well, you do that. Um, I'm just going to throw in yeah, Riotsville, USA. Because that one, again, just a timely topic. What's it about? Uh, it's about a small like training camp. That's kind of like a little city. It's a training ground where police learn riot tactics. Ooh. And like how that obviously applies to police being fucked for everything that they do. Um, I'm... I'm I, I should clarify, I'm coming out on like an all cops are bad side of things because anyway, fuck the police. Um, so anyway, I'm kind of, I'm interested to see that because apparently like these tactics that they've, that's been around since like the sixties are still being used, which just boggles my mind. We're not in the sixties anymore. <laughs> like let's, let's update the tactics. So anyway, yeah, someone's on my list. Uh, the last one that I'm excited for is, uh, Bernie Bernie Lang, Langell Langill yeah wants to know what happened to Bernie Langill Langill and it's a classic who done it uh it's about a, a guy who is trying to uncover the shocking and unusual uh circumstances around his grandfather's death oh and he's like uh I think it's he's revisiting a cold case uh like I said it's a who done it mystery kind of thing and it sounds fucking wild and I'm pretty excited for it Nice. That's like a that's a that's a really solid list. Yeah, all yeah. around, all around. For yeah. Sure. So hopefully we'll have a couple of reviews for you and a couple of thoughts over the next episode or two. Yep. Um. Until then, uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure you subscribe, follow us on Letterboxd and on Twitter and wherever you want to hear more thoughts about movies, because obviously we have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. But my name is Dave. My name is Tony. I'm James. Go see the fucking Northman. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's nothing else to even add there. Yeah. You're not vengeance. No, That's he's okay. Venom. I'm Venom now. We've, so I'm going to embody I'm, glad, I'm going to embody I'm glad, Venom. I'm glad we yeah. clarified that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can put the ven- the vengeance to bed. Thank 
So uh, since oh, I'm putting the vengeance is sleeping. Since since we're putting vengeance to sleep, no. maybe we can no. just no. yeah, we're doing no, we're, we're not doing, doing it. it. It's no, fair. Is I'm fair. sorry. I'm sorry. Fair is fair. I'm sorry. All right, then in two weeks, somebody's gonna make an appearance, and his name is Vengeance.